Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the 960 gear grind. Is it too fast now? The pinnacles that can take your gear up to 960. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at sayno2rage.com. I'm usually live when these hit the feeds in the morning, and I stream throughout the day. If you're not, if I'm not live, you can always click follow. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe helps me out as well. So let's just be clear, because I know people are going to be like, well, getting the 960 is not hard, Lona. We're not counting the artifact. We are talking about the gear score to 960 when you're getting 953s and, and beyond, which can only come from pinnacle activities like the raid and the dungeon and other other sources. So, many are saying the grind to 960 gear score is now too fast. If you're unfamiliar with what happened, they made a change on I think it was the 7th of November it was a Thursday where on reset that Thursday all pinnacle drops are now plus 2 you only need 4 drops to bump you up 1 level so if you're 950 4 drops at 952 will roll you up to 951 just 4 pieces each being plus 2 gives you the needed 8 points to bump your score up now they said they were doing this because people were getting duplicate drops the raid is an especially troublesome area because there's so many energy weapons and you're just going to hit that wall the lack of powerful weapons in there is making it pretty tough I'm kind of landlocked on my highest character right now I need a powerful weapon to drop so this is a larger discussion about leveling in Destiny in general, and I thought of some good parallels. I'm going to mention some things from the past. So I want to start by just talking about the Goldilocks problem. There's a bit of a Goldilocks problem here with the community where one bed is too hard, another bed's too soft. You know, the porridge is too hot, too cold. Is it too fast? Is it too slow? We're going to talk about that first. Then we're going to say, what's the point of 960? Like, what's the real issue here? Why should you be going for 960? Why should you be going for it uh, at all? And then end by saying, what about year three? Lono, you've been one of the people saying we're not going to have a gear bump every season if people are hitting 960 really fast aren't they going to be kind of done isn't this supposed to span multiple seasons aren't you wrong, I'm going to address that too at the end, so the Goldilocks problem at this point people are saying that the grind to 960 should have stayed slow, it should have been really really slow I guess my question for those people is if you're one of the people that believe you're going to get a gear bump every single season, why would you want 960 to literally take the entire season. I don't know why you would want that. If you think you're getting a gear bump every season, then that would be kind of a lame like a lame prize. Now, if you agree with me and you think the artifact is your only source of leveling every season, you're not actually going to have a gear bump, then I could see you thinking, no, it is way too fast. This is supposed to span multiple seasons. So you kind of have to decide which side of the fence you're on before you start to claim this is too fast. So that the people claiming it's too fast, I'm actually curious where they land in the grand scheme of expectations because if this is meant to only take place every season then you kind of need to hit 960 a little bit earlier than the literal end of the season for it to be a value point for you so people are saying it's too fast and i feel like this is starting to feel like the goldilocks problem when king's fall came around and a lot of you might not remember this Back when King's Fall dropped in the game, it was the best source for getting stuff to infuse. Infusion was not a one-to-one infusion system back then. It was a percentage infusion. So the difference between, you know, an item that was 700 and 725, you would like kind of land in the middle or something like that. So whenever you would get those pieces, it was like, it was a slow process to get to max level. Then in the April update that followed King's Fall, they added one-to-one infusion, which meant a 750 item would take something up to 750. 
just an automatic one-to-one and they gave you more places to get big drops like challenge of elders and a lot of people complained they said you know king's fall was the best place to get max level now you're making it easy for everybody to get max level but my pushback to those people was always shouldn't you be going into the raid for the best gear you know shouldn't you be going into the raid for something that's the equivalent of a fate bringer there wasn't a lot of great loot in King's Fall, so that was kind of the trophy that people kind of came away with. And I think the real underlying problem that has been present since Vault of Glass to now is having leveling tied to gear. And the point that I made this morning was, if it's RNG-based leveling, okay, one of two things is going to happen. There's either too much RNG, so you're just frustrated all the time and you feel like leveling is complete luck. It's like, well, the guy next to me is getting all the right drops and he's flying through the leveling. I'm getting all the bad drops each week. I'm just ending in frustration. That was kind of the split in the community after Forsaken. It was so it was so RNG based. There was only so many milestones a week and that made the, that made the progress of leveling sort of short circuit for a lot of people. Okay? So too much RNG leads to that. If there's almost no RNG, I misunderstood somebody's suggestion this morning, but imagine a system where smart RNG was so high that every time you got a drop, it landed where you need it. Well, that's just transaction of time. So the further you get away from a high RNG system to a low RNG system where you literally just get everything that you need, why not just go to the transaction of time traditional RPG leveling system of XP being how you level up? Because the more you minimize RNG and the more you just have people like, yeah, just play, every pinnacle drop's going to drop where you need it, you might as well eliminate loot-based leveling and just go to XP-based leveling because you're basically just telling them, go run hard content and the pinnacle drops will drop where you need them. That's kind of the spectrum that this leveling system exists on. You either have too much RNG so it's irritating or not enough so it's happening really easy and really fast or again, it's just a transaction of time. So given that reality, let's kind of think through what's the point of 960 anyway? What's the point of 960? I believe there's a fundamental underlying problem of having a loot-based level system to begin with and Bungie needs to address that. But even beyond that, what's the point of 960? According to Bungie, it's meant to reflect engagement with the hardest content. According to their their own verbiage and their own writing about hitting 960 gear and wearing 960 gear, it is to reflect you engaging with the most challenging content. It's not, I don't think, meant to be something that takes forever. Now, I do think it originally was slow because they didn't conceive of a ton of people hitting 960 in a season. It was meant to span multiple seasons. I still stand by that prediction because even with the new system, I don't think a ton of people in the community are going to hit 960. I think they're going to be a minority. I think they're going to be the people that play the absolute most. And then the question is, okay, what's the point for those people then? Why hit 960? I think people are ignoring a handful of things. First and foremost, it helps significantly with 980 content because the artifact is on top of your 960. So if you're trying to run 980 Nightfalls or 980 Nightmare Hunts, and if the dungeon does in fact have a difficulty spectrum that was data mined, and if Bungie starts to add more difficulty spectrum, whether the final assault in Vex Offensive is a difficulty spectrum, what the season of dawn, you know, seasonal activity might have difficulty spectrum. You being 960 is a jump start. It's easy for you to jump into that M game content. It's easy for you to jump into that content every season. This feels like a benefit to the hardcore player who to a certain extent, I'm not going to tell you how to play, but I would expect a hardcore player to be going for the resources needed for armor 2.0 and going for god rolls on armor stats and 
and going for god rolls on guns i would expect you to be going for those things and i think being 960 is a nice push in on the efficiency meter for you to do those things so to me i kind of resonate with the people that wanted it to be a slow burn i'm not saying this is right or wrong that they've sped it up I'm not saying it's wrong, oh, it should have been slow, but I'm resonating with the people that wanted it to be a slow burn because I think it was meant to be like a slow climb while they worked on everything else, and now they're kind of like, well, that box is going to get checked really, really fast. Keep in mind, the people that are checking the box to 960 really, really fast are the absolute smallest minority in the community. Uh, they're able to run an absurd amount of pinnacle activities as well as backfill before moving on. There's a lot of things they're doing that the average player just does not have time to do. So let's really, really talk about year three. Now more than ever, I think Bungie really needs to think about their leveling because right now we've got this giant question mark of what's the point of 960? How, how long should it take? Are we leveling every season? Is there a gear bump every season? And if not, I think now more than ever, Bungie needs to really address the community about what's their philosophy of leveling going forward. They may not even have figured it out yet because Luke Smith indicated they're considering overhauling the entire system. So when... You know, my theory that it's going to be artifact only. What does this mean for my artifact only theory? I don't think this undercuts my theory that much because every season I think Bungie envisions the 960 crowd growing and growing and growing and that's leading to a crescendo where there's more content, right? If there's more content suited for people that hit the 960 and then they level the artifact and while leveling the artifact they're getting closer to the endgame grind. If Bungie's always filling that endgame hopper with 980 activities I would think my prediction is still well in line with what they're wanting to do rather than always having to move the difficulty spectrum higher because of the gear score every single season. It still feels very probable that 960 will be a giant minority and it's going to just jumpstart you every single time a season starts you're kind of ahead of the game because you've got armor 2.0, you got stat farming, god roll chasing and you're you're going to get more efficient at those end game grinds when you're sitting at 960 you're not going to need to wait as long every season to jump in and do those things and if that spectrum continues if you look at the lectern the nightmare hunts the nightfalls it's very clear that bungie is basically saying the higher level you are the more efficient you are at end game loot circles uh, as far as just running the circle over and over again so 960 being a, a, a something that extends beyond seasons a lot of people are going to say this well then what the frick is the point like if i'm 960 then I don't ever worry about gear drops anymore. I think that's exactly the point, is that once you hit 960, you start chasing god rolls on your guns, stat rolls on your armor, and currencies to level all your armor pieces up to armor 2.0, high 10 energies. That's what I think the main the main grind is meant to be. Again, we're just going to have to see if Bungie ever addresses having a loot-based leveling system because I think it's fraught with challenges and problems that XP leveling kind of does away with. And we'll just have to see what they decide to do. As always, we're going to go to question and answer next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about is the grind 960 gear score too fast? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. If I'm not live, you can click follow. If you're watching on YouTube, hitting like and subscribe is a great way to support me as well. Thank you, Curse Kane, for 35 months, almost three entire years of support. Let's jump right into the question. BMAC says... I just got back into Destiny and I've been a Warlock main. Is there any benefit to having one each of the one class 
each over three warlocks. Three warlocks does nothing for you. Uh, it's not three chances at weekly items. No, they've changed that. So anywhere you go, that's a weekly drop, like the raid, it's once a week per class. So it's not like the classic days where I had two Titans all the way until King's fall, because until they added tether, I didn't think hunters were worth a darn in PVE. Um, they were basically built for PVP. And so that doubled my drop chances every week on my Titan. That is not the case anymore. That was an update they put into place either during or right after Forsaken dropped. It was around that time where they said any weekly milestone drop is limited to once a week per class. Now, I think initially the reason that they did that was because people were deleting characters and bringing them back in because you can put all the armor and the guns in the vault and if you speed level you pick all that stuff up again now you can you know you can rerun everything it was in warmind somewhere somewhere in there in between warmind and forsaken era they were like if you run a weekly that's it um that was when you deleted your two hunters oh so it was around then it was even earlier i thought it was around the war i thought it was around the forsaken times here in in any case in any case you having multiple of, of a warlock is doing nothing for you. Uh, it's not doing anything for you. So, your best course of action is to have one of each, or just do your own, you know, do one character. I don't know why you'd skip over at this point. I don't know why you would completely skip over titans and hunters. There's a lot of fun things you can do with either subclass. Uh, you know, hunters have tether. They have way of a thousand cuts. Both of those are really, really fun uh, supers. Then, yeah, especially with what they did with Mobius Quiver to the Hunter, it's really strong. Titans obviously have she, you know, the bubble. Bubble Titans are back. I mean, they're, they're so nice to kind of have them back. It's it's nice to run a Void Titan again. And then you also have nothing great on the Solar Front for Titans or Arc. I mean, if you're running Crucible, then sure. But uh, in general, Titans have at least one really really fun class or strong class for PVE Endgame with with the titan bubble if you're like i can't stand playing anything but a warlock i get it you're wasting your time though having three characters you just just i would just max out on the one it's rondo in your opinion with the seasonal artifact adding to your power level and being infinite does that hurt or negatively impact the pinnacle power grind uh and is this artifact power level even needed at all I don't think it hurts or or has a negative impact on the pinnacle power grind because the artifact resets every season and your power does not. Now, again, we don't know if there's a gear bump in Season of Dawn that kind of nullifies being 960 almost right away because people will be able to run milestones and catch up to you at the 960 pretty quickly. Uh, You'll have a slight jump start. But then you're going to be leveling both your gear and your artifact and then that's to catch up to the end game. I just I think there's a lot of reasons for them to not do that. So if you're 960 and I'm 950, whenever we jump into next season, if we both play at a similar pace and my artifact becomes a plus 10 and your artifact becomes a plus 10, you're 970 and I'm 960. So as soon as that starts to push you into the set, the 970 deltas, you're closer to running 980 content and having it be significantly easier, which is something a lot of people have been saying. Like once you tip over into the 970s, you know, the, the 980 stuff is, is a lot more manageable. So 
if if that's what you're doing then the 960 makes more sense is a couple of things it's a capstone it's a testimony to you playing really really hard content and every single season winter spring and summer you're ahead of the game you're more you're more able at a, at a, at a faster rate and pace to jump into end game content and be at that delta because the artifact is the only thing you're leveling and 960 is just always there is that extra plus 10 like think of it this way Every season, everybody's artifact resets, and you have, like, an extra artifact that doesn't reset that's, like, a nice little plus 10, if you think of it like that. Now, obviously, it's not a universal artifact that doesn't cross characters, and, you know, you gotta swap out, you know, your gear and stuff sometimes that might drop you below 960, but I would would say the artifact doesn't work against this it works with this in tandem with it as a way to make it a value for you every season mccheshire do you think people currently hold obtaining 960 a year in too high regard at the moment the artifact essentially covers most of the general play uh, those players tackling 980 content past the delta threshold quite some time ago uh that's completely and utterly false uh this is that's a, that's a that is a grossly inaccurate summary of the player base right now there's very very few people uh those players tackling 980 content have not passed the delta threshold quite some time ago there's almost nobody uh at those thresholds of 980 plus uh you have to have an artifact of your artifact would have to be absurd if you're in the mid 950s you need an artifact that's like 20 25 or higher uh, to be to, for that to be a true statement, and I think there's very few people that are at that level. I don't I don't need the player stats in front of me to know that that's got to be an insane mi- minority. Um, that's going to be an insane minority because if if you're even once you're in the 970s, it becomes easier. I don't think people are passing that delta threshold, um, and I think a lot of the people doing 980 are doing it under the delta. Um, because if you're, you know, there's people in chat that are saying, uh, I play an unhealthy amount, I just hit plus 20. There's a couple of people in chat saying plus 25. I don't really focus on my artifact enough, and I'm I'm about to hit 17. Um, from probably the bounties that I got today, I'll roll over to a plus 17. I just need to go to like a planet and, and cash in some bounties, uh, with somebody in my, uh, in my group. I'd have to switch to my other characters, though. This guy didn't have any. Um, so... If you're plus 20 plus if you're plus 22, that means if you're going to pa- that means to pass the 980 delta, you've got to be at like a 58 or 59 on the gear score, which wasn't really even possible until this week. Um, it's an insane minority to play the 980 content though, that's my thinking. Okay, I mean maybe maybe McCheshire, but like I I think people are saying 960 was a pinnacle slow grind of gear and they weren't holding it in high regard in the way that you're viewing it. I think they were saying this was meant to be a trophy. This was meant to reflect people engaging with really, really hard content. Here's the, here's the problem with people that think that, okay, here's the, here's the dilemma that's facing them. If you think that, you know, let's say you had great RNG and prior to this update, you were like 954. And all your buddies were like 951, 952. 
and you're sitting pretty high on the oh this is great and then they make it easier and all your buddies catch up to you and maybe some of them pass you and you get salty and you go to reddit and you're like this is stupid it's too easy now blah 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 the truth of the matter is you did nothing to contribute to the fact that you were 954 and your buddies were 951 you're all doing the same content every week you got better RNG than them. I guess, bravo. Like, I don't know what kind of ribbon you deserve for getting good RNG. If you run the exact same content as all your buddies, and you're further ahead in the 960 grind than them, and then you get mad when Bungie simplifies the grind a little bit, you're like, oh, they're making it too easy. You contributed virtually nothing to your progress. You did, like, you contributed nothing. You, you did the same thing all your buddies did and they got energy weapons after energy weapons and maybe like seven pairs of boots and they get landlocked and just and you didn't like if you reverse the situation and you're the person with the terrible luck you might not be so like high and mighty about it I think there's a small minority of people with good RNG they get high and mighty because it makes them unique they're like oh look at me you know I'm, I'm at this level and nobody else is really getting here. It's really hard to get here at a gear score because you have to have really, really good RNG. I just think, I don't know. That was like when they made the Galahorn more accessible and people got really grumpy. I was like, you contributed literally nothing to your Galahorn. You, you played the game and the slot machine spit one out for you. So I don't know why you want to like keep that from other people. Um... I got told by someone that was 953 before Thursday that I just wasn't doing enough pinnacles. Right, like, play harder, forehead, do more pinnacles, forehead. I mean, you can literally play every pinnacle prior to this update. You could play every single pinnacle activity and not actually level up. You need, you needed eight, like, eight pieces to land in the right spots, which means you could, you could play every week and never level up because you could end up with one piece that never hits. You, you could go weeks and never hit a powerful weapon or a pair of boots or whatever, like wherever your bad luck is. Thousand bits from Amish Shaggy. Been enjoying the YouTube content lately. Thanks for all the rational discussions. Thank you. I guess I'm struggling with what the point of the 10 power a pinnacle grind was supposed to be. I think Bungie had a good intention, executed poorly, uh, but props for Bungie for trying. Okay, well, you got to go back to the director's cut. Luke Smith wanted to recapture that sense of being like, okay, there was that sense of I'm one of the few people that got max level through Vogue, you know, and it was like, um, it was like a badge of honor more than like a needed thing. They said that when they outlined the 960, they're like, this is not going to be a gateway to content. This is not going to be keeping you from content. This is literally going to be a reflection of you going into hard content. Okay. So, in light of that, I don't think 960 was meant to be like this, oh my gosh, we need it, we need it, we need it. It's meant to be like a, you did it, you're one of the rare few that did, it's a reflection of you engaging with hard content. That's probably why Bungie's okay with it speeding up. They're okay with it speeding up, because they're like, listen... You could literally run pinnacle content all the time, and like someone in chat is saying, Riot was stuck at 951 till this week. Right? He was at 951 till this week. So he gets stuck at 951, and people are slowly hitting 52s and 53s, and it's like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? He's falling behind. It's not a testimony anymore. It's not a reflection of his engagement. It's, I have bad luck. 
So Bungie says, okay, we'll, 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 we'll mitigate bad luck and dupe drops by needing only four and you get those four and then you, then you bump over and then people are hitting it faster now. Well, now everybody's like, oh, we're hitting it too fast. We're hitting it too fast. We're hitting it too fast. And it's like, it again, if you go back to the original intentionality of it, it's meant to be a reflection of you encountering harder content. And again, if I'm right and you're only leveling the artifact every season, you're going to be really freaking glad you're 960 going into every season. Why? Because you're way closer to the end game levels again. You do you do a couple weeks of the of the artifact grind, which is easy. It's grab bounties and then you're back up and able to run 980 content. Because this is kind of my hope. My hope would be that Bungie would slowly be filling that area of the game. If there's more 980s and they're giving you reason to run 980 content, you're going to care a whole lot less about, oh, I wish there was a gear bump every season. You're going to be like, nope, I am really glad I'm 960 because now there's way more 980 pieces of content and I want to go into these 980 pieces of content because of XYZ, right? Nightmare Hunts and Nightfalls have their own spectrum of reward that becomes incredibly worth it. I mean, if you're blitzing Nightmare Hunts at 980 because you're at the Delta... You're getting so much of the currency needed for the gun grind on the lectern. There's some great guns there. If they can continue to flesh that part of the game out, you're going to go into every season and be like, I'm one of the chosen, right? I'm one of the few at 960. I did it. I got it done last season or I got it done halfway through last season. And now I can really focus on all this stuff that's 980 and I can do it a lot quicker every season. I just don't think there's a whole lot of value and in dragging hardcore players through a gear grind that they generally bypass really fast anyway. Like, how many people are are doing a gear grind to 950? How many hardcore players were doing a grind to 950 for a long time? How many? Almost none of them. You can watch streams for a really clear sampling of like, okay, this is generally what the hardcore player experience looks like, and like, what? Two weeks in? Most of us were hitting 950 like it was freaking nothing. I wasn't even doing all my milestones every week. Like, it just doesn't serve a purpose. It doesn't serve a purpose to keep bumping it. So that's where I think people are misunderstanding the value of getting to 960. And I think one of the reasons they're misunderstanding that value is there's not enough at 980 right now. If there was more content at 980, you might think differently. Because you'd be like, the closer I get to 960, the closer I'm to that delta, in addition to my artifact, and then every season, I'm primed and ready to go into all these endgame pieces of content. Guy with gun. Can Bungie ever actually win with a top 20% of the players fearing the con- tearing the content apart at a breakneck speed? What could they do to keep them fed? This is why I think difficulty spectrum is such a win, and coming off the heels of my last question... If they fill the game with more 980 grinds, that is that's the, that's the system. I think if you look at, I've made this parallel so many times before. If you replicate the spirit of the menagerie, and that is hardcore players do it quicker. Everybody can run it. Everybody can get the things, but a hardcore team is going to burn it down in eight minutes, and they can stay in there all day and just keep burning it down. And their their loot turnover rate is is a whole lot higher. The lectern is very similar to that right now. So this week, 
if you have a good team and you want to get currency for the lectern you grind the fanatic use my fanatic guide it's like a six minute grind six minute bake it is it is a triple warlock nova bake with the with the supreme mods but you fill your coffers you do that all day and then you can make as many guns as you freaking want right and in the process periodically you're getting his essence and maybe filling it because why not okay now the casual player can do the exact same freaking thing they can grind fragments in in the in the sorrows harbor public space uh they can grind the nightmare hunt at hero to get the essence and their turnover rate of guns from the lectern table is significantly slower and if you take this format okay and you start putting this everywhere this also exists in nightfalls right now when you do that the top 20% can't rip the game apart because there is a natural and sort of intrinsic slowing effect that happens once you get to this 980 area because even if you're running night- nightmare if you're running nightmare hunts and nightfalls at 980 it it requires communication it's going to slow you down a little bit and then you've got to go do the essences you've got to go do the things you know nightfalls are going to slow you down a little bit just because they take a little bit longer and so that's the big problem I think people are missing okay the people that are like I want to level bump every season alright Deckard with 16 months thank you the hardcore player this spectrum of, of content down here which is leveling with gear and just sort of playing this content doesn't hold value for you it doesn't hold value it, it, it doesn't come with you it gets left behind so you as a hardcore player you're done with this spectrum of the game right here way way faster than everybody else so why do you want it every time you know down here down here this is where you live this is where you live this is your power level these are the things that motivate you they've got your incentives so every season if you want to kind of start back up here as a hardcore player you're asking for content that you generally just absolutely blitz through and burn through you level so fast just to get back down here to these levels again because all these levels would get bumped up like that's the mistake I think people make in this discussion and in this dis- and in this sort of viewpoint of the game they forget just how quickly they're done with the, the beginning like the beginning of the grind you know Imagine if you went uh, to a restaurant and they're like, we're no longer giving the free bread at the beginning of the meal, but we sa- because of the money that we saved by doing that, your meals are going to come with more substantive sides and portions because we're saving all that money on bread we were throwing away, right? You'd be like, that's fine. Like this here, I eat a piece of bread or two and I'm done. I'm waiting for my steak. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my burger. I'm waiting for my sandwich, whatever. This down here is the meat of what I care about. And as a hardcore player, that's kind of your mentality, right? Or I'm not telling you how to think. I'm just thinking to me, uh, why do you care about a two week level grind? Like why? You blitz it, you save bounties, you try to connive around it. you, You try to navigate around it. Like the hardcore players try and bypass that grind anyway. Jeratol with 32 months. Thanks for the content and all you do. Your Irish Spring Soap character in Outer Worlds was funny. Thanks for all uh, my brothers and sisters out there serving and having served. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you, Jeratol, and thank you to all of those that serve the country. Yes, it is Veterans Day uh, when this is being recorded. So, 
That's my best pitch. I am never going to tell you how you should view the game, but I'm trying to pitch you and, like, raise your consciousness a little bit. Like, do you really need a two-week gear grind? Or, or, do you need more of this? Don't you want more of this? Don't you want more 980 content? And there's a, listen, there's a giant, giant reason for Bungie to give you more 980 content if, if, you're not leveling your gear every season. You're primarily grinding the artifact and 960 is like a static benefit for the entire year. Now, you like you have more reason than to turn to Bungie and say, could you give me more 980 stuff, right? Could you give me more 980 stuff? 980 doesn't have much different loot than the easy modes. You don't play this game if you think that. You're saying something that's like just false. You're just saying something that isn't true. You're trying to tell me that red is blue. So when you click on a Nightfall, okay, you click on a Nightfall, and you look at Adept, which gives Exotic super rare, and Enhancement Cores are uncommon, and then you come here, Exotic's uncommon, Enhancement Cores uncommon, Enhancement Prisms are now rare, and then you come here, Exotic Gear is a common drop! It's a common drop on a 950, and Enhancement Cores are uncommon. Then you come down here, Prisms and Exotic Gear are common, and the Ascendant Shard is uncommon. You don't play this game if you think that. That's a great spectrum. That's a great motivation. And, and this is this is exactly how, okay, this is exactly how you keep the hardcore community engaged. Spectrum of difficulty. Because they've got to get to that point, and when they get to that point, you put the right carrots in front of them. This stuff down here is all needed if you're trying to max yourself out, both on taking your armor up to level 10 energy, uh, saving up the ascendant shards and prisms for when you want to do that and then grinding for exotic gear now it would be really really nice to get exotic gear intentionality so you're like i would really like a better pair of orpheus rigs or something they have to figure that out i think they need to do something like that with zur where you buy the card from zur and then you come run this activity and then you get more uh basically that's the gear that drops for you so you need to send in shards for the final piece of mass or working a piece of armor, taking it all the way to level 10. Then this is something that needs to be put. Um, this is something that needs to be put onto the director. If you click on the moon and you click on a nightmare hunt, this menu here is, it needs updated. This should look similar to the night nightfall. You should see a reason to run master. You should see cores as a, a phantasmal cores as a common drop. Uh, you should see fragments as a common drop. You should see essences as a common drop. And then I think they should even add the weapon as an uncommon. Like, this guy should drop the grenade launcher periodically, like in an unco- like uncommon drop, okay? That should be right there on the menu. So, I'll agree with you to a point. They're not doing a great job of showing you, homie, if you run this at master, you're getting either 10 fragments or a core. That's a fantastic turnover rate if you're trying to get guns from the lectern. If you have tried to get guns from the lectern, you know that you really, really want fragments and cores. Like, getting those from running nightmare hunts is a huge, huge benefit to you. And when you find an activity you can run in five minutes to give me something that is this valuable, a phantasmal core or a stack of fragments and you can run it in like four um, so four to five minutes you know what I'm saying like planted materials yeah the, 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 they're not planted materials yeah, yeah yeah oh you guys are interacting with him yeah 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 the, the, the materials in this game I, I think again Rondo I don't think you're in the end game right 
I don't think you're in the end game. If you think that the 980 content isn't giving isn't giving different gear, then you haven't been playing. You're just making a drive-by criticism that maybe you looked at the nightmare hunts and came to that conclusion, which I could understand why you would. The UI doesn't tell you what you're getting, but you know, I don't full masterwork 50 overall gear like most of you. Right. So then you're commenting on a, a spectrum of the game that you don't interact with, which I don't know why you would bother commenting on it then. Excedrin. I've been doing pinnacles since the second week into Shadowkeep, and with the drops before the buff, I got the 952 base. I hit all of them every single week on one uh, uh, on one character. After the buff, I'm 955 base after all my pinnacles uh, for the week. Uh, in my opinion, it's too fast. Maybe you could get a plus five additional pinnacle cap every season. Uh, maybe splitting the difference between pinnacles and range. Yeah, see, you're getting down into the minutia. There's no reason to talk about this until we know what they're doing next season with gear. There's really no reason to even discuss this. We, if they were to do this and not raise the rest of the gear, like eventually, if you're getting five every time, you'd be 85 going into leaving the summer. You'd be wait, right? Because it'd be 65. No, I'm sorry, I did that wrong. It'd be 65, then 70, then 75. You'd be 75 leaving the summer. I, I guess th- I without the artifact, without the artifact, I guess that would be okay because then. Without the artifact, you're basically ready for endgame. I don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe Excedrin's on to something. Maybe that's where the, that, maybe that's where the gear bump is going to be. Maybe they're going to leave 950 as max. They'll leave 950 as max. And for those hardcore players, they're like, we'll bump it by five every season. Because if they bump it by five every season, you're still never going to be 980 without the artifact. At the most, you'd be 975 end of summer. So that might actually be a decent suggestion because then that would be sort of the people wanting a gear bump every season would get one. And the people that are like, well, what about 950? It's like, if you want to go behind beyond 950, we have a pinnacle grind for you. I don't know, though. Again, until we know what their plans are season to season for leveling in particular, stuff like that gets get stuff like this gets a little murky because it's like I have no idea what we're going to be doing next season for leveling purposes other than we know the only thing we know for certain is the artifact gets reset and can be leveled again that's the only thing we know for certain about leveling in the in the in the next season but I don't I don't dislike your suggestion now that I've thought about it uh Dr. Panda Paul it seems like most of the pinnacles are linked to activities that require a fire team without matchmaking should there be more pinnacle options for, for solo no no because the way this game goes and the way this game has always gone is an upward slope and so the further up the slope you go in aspirational content the more you need other people whether it's nightfalls so it kind of goes up right like strikes not really public events not at all and then you get into nightfalls yeah you do and then you go into strike and then you go into raids it's like yeah you do dungeons yeah you yeah you do right so that 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 spectrum of like the further into the aspirational curve you get the more people you need that's set for the last five years and you're going to disrupt that if you're like now come on Bungie give us stuff I can solo because I want to go for 960 pinnacle I don't think that works in an MMORPG like they're literally calling themselves an action MMO game now and I think you have to accept that right you have to accept that. MMO stands for Massive Multiplayer Online Game. And 
there are millions of people a day playing this game and connecting in the in the public spaces and in the strikes, etc. And if you're looking for people to play with, I actually think the solutions are pretty easy and right in front of you. You could run a match made nightfall or a match made nightmare hunt, and if it goes well, and you look at the people you're playing with and they seem like they've got pretty good gear, send them a message, send them a friend request, and try and play with them to be like, hey, do you want to bump up to the next one? That went really, really, really well. And I get it. If you don't want to do that, if you don't want to be in a party, if you don't want to talk to people, if you don't want to add people to your friends list, if that's just not the way that you're wired, then that's that's a you problem. That's not a game problem. And that would be, I've made this analogy before. If I were to have bought Spider-Man or God of War and said, it's my expectation that action-adventure games are meant to be co-op and I'm looking for co-op, my expectation is not in line with the product they're offering and therefore my criticism would be rooted in my own desire as opposed to the criticism being rooted in a flaw in the game. Yeah, I gave I gave I gave God of War like a four out of ten because there was no co-op. I mean, that would be that would be like one of the dumbest reviews you could write, you know. And in a similar way, I think too many people approach Destiny with that attitude of like you're asking something of the game it's not ever going to set out to do or offer. So, it, and it's a bummer because I know people have fallen in love with this game because you can do so much solo and you can have such a good time solo. And to and to and to suddenly like poke your head up and you're like, oh, I want to do some of this other stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh, I gotta be friends and have a and 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 be high light level and I have to talk and use a microphone. It is a bit of a juxtaposition to go from lazy, sort of just mindless Friday night strikes and public space content to a a match a non-match made nightfall, nightmare hunt, or a raid or a dungeon but that's kind of the way these games are made. So it's been, it's been out for too long to ask it to not be that way. Uh, Dimitri, Dimitri Otto says, uh, I know you've been on the bandwagon for 110 hand cannons. I was grinding all week to get your role. Drop mag subsistence demolitionist. Is it worth master working? Oh, we already talked to this guy in chat about his role. Uh, Jimbo slice. In regards to the casual player like myself, what is a more efficient way to level besides spending all of my enhancement cores to get modules uh, and fusing all of my gear? Well, upgrade modules don't level you. Um, that you, you're looking. I don't. I don't understand how you could think this, but you're, it seems like you might be a little bit confused. Upgrade modules do not level you up. They only allow you to level up gear that you would like to use. So right now, I'll give you a real easy example, okay? If you look at my gear, my arms are 943. I could infuse them up to 950, but I don't need to. Um, There's literally no reason to. Um, There's no reason to do it, because the the game sees that I have 950 arms. Um, So you don't need upgrade modules to level. You need higher higher level stuff to drop to level so the best way to level is to run all your milestones once you hit 950 then you got to run all the pinnacles so if you haven't hit 950 yet then they're not called milestones i guess they're called challenges all these yellow circles that's your target each week 
That's your target each week. All these yellow circles. So this is an easy one. This challenge that gives powerful gear tier one flashpoint on Titan. Do that. And then uh, the tower's got some as well. Eight bounties here. Eight bounties here. Eight bounties there. Vex parts collected kind of happens on its own. And then Hawthorne, you're just doing stuff in the world. And then eight bounties here. Those are all also ways for you to get powerful gear. So anytime you highlight one of these yellow circles, it'll say challenges weekly, complete Vanguard bounties, zero of eight. And then that drops you a bump. So you don't need upgrade modules to level. Uh, Flaming says, is Crucible a legit way to get loot? Uh, yeah. Hey, Shiz says, uh, do you think there should be a few more options for Pinnacle's drops that are soloable? Already answered that question from somebody else. A mighty mitten never trolls. Don't you think it's strange after the milestone changes they made that tier one to tier three of the power awards are utterly useless once you hit 950? Um... This is one of the things this is one of the things that like if you hit 950 I'm sorry it was 900 let me back this up when you hit 900 you the whole game changes all of a sudden all those challenges appear the one the things I just looked at all those yellow circles when you hit 900 all those appear when you hit 950 all of those things are there to basically backfill that's what i was doing this morning i needed my a heavy weapon to drop at 952 to backfill and and round me out so i think you're misunderstanding and you're like what the frick what do you mean round me out okay let me give an example let's make it real easy you're 950 and you need four drops of 952 because everything's a plus two now you need four drops of 952 to become a 951 gear score okay so you do your four pinnacles and you get them okay now you have four pieces at 952 now you can fill the other four slots you have eight total slots five armor three guns that's eight total those other four slots now that you're 951 they will drop as 951s if you go and run like a powerful I'm sorry like a challenge or a milestone or something so you go and do your flashpoint that'll now drop as a 951 it's matching your level now somebody might say yeah but but that's only a plus 4 okay now hang on if you got all those to be backfilled now you're 951.5 okay and then you go do more pinnacles and now you're getting 953s guess what you only need two drops to level up now because because you have basically backfilled some of the points needed it's really hard to like visualize this you need eight points to level okay and if you get four drops as a plus two that's your eight points and then you get your other four drops to be 951 that's four points because they were 950 now they're 951 that's four points then if you run more pinnacles and you get two to drop in the right locations that's two points of two that's four on top of that four now you just leveled up again now you're 952 and you backfill again it's like it gets a little confusing because like it doesn't they don't 
this is what they need to do. For, for, for the sake of clarity, I, I think they can afford to do this. Thank you, G Fuel, for the resub. That's three months. That's a blue badge. Y'all are the best. Thank you for the cans. I've been drinking them. You guys are dope. Uh, we're all awaiting Dopacola as a launch flavor in the cans. Here's what they need to do, okay? When I, when I highlight this, look what it does. It shows me... It, sh- it shows me a nice tiered system of boxes. There's 10 boxes, and I got four of the boxes filled. Okay? I- I've got a tier four. When I-, when I highlight this, you know what they need to show me? They need to show me, okay, eight boxes that slowly fill every time I level. So, my currently, my Titan's gear score is... 951.8 okay 951.8 so what I should see up here is a 951 um, if I equipped everything right if I equipped it all it'd be 951 and then the boxes down below out of the 8 filled I think the 951.8 is probably 7 out of 8 you could use the power spreadsheet to explain this visually. Well, I'm not I'm not doing that. I just think internally, internally they could afford a little UI help. Just a little UI help to keep you in the know of like, oh, you know, here's here's how many points I have, here's how many points I need, right? So again again, it gets confusing. The easiest way to see it is when every piece is 950, three guns five pieces of armor every piece is a 950 and if every piece suddenly became 951 it's obvious it's like well I'm 951 every piece is 951 okay but at that point every piece is a plus one that's eight pieces that's eight points you always need eight points to level up to the next and a UI to show that would be great because I think in general the, the, the people people are coming in here and they're like th- I think they're missing the point of like well all that matters is pinnacles now no backfilling is hugely important backfilling is huge hugely important because if I get a two here two 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 that's eight points okay eight points already then I get a one 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 and I get those by backfilling okay that's one full level here and then half of a level here so now when I go and run pinnacles I only need four pieces because I'm a 951 and a half I'm, ni- I'm a 951.5 so I'm going to get some 953's to drop so a 953 drops here 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 and here and I just roll over it drops here 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 I roll over because those are all be those would all be plus ones but that's still four points and it rolls me over to the next level and then you can go run and backfill again. I think it's hard for people to see the forest for the trees because the leveling has no UI education, like at all. It doesn't fill. It doesn't fill you in. It doesn't show you. It does not show you where you are in the standing of the of the gear grind. Uh, Republic City Two says, if Bungie doesn't add a new raid or dungeon every season, wouldn't they then have to add something that's the equivalent in terms of an end game activity? Um, no, I don't think so. I I don't know if this impetus exists. Um, here's, here's the dilemma. They have less bandwidth and 
making them making them fit fit into this you know bill like you're giving them a bill you're like this is what we need every season Bungie we need some type of endgame content I would worry that you'd eventually you'd eventually start to being like you'd eventually get to the point where the content's gonna get diluted Eater of Worlds was okay not very substantive very small raid layer okay the current dungeon is very very good and I love it but it's 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 pretty straightforward not that complex it's pretty easy it's enormous but it's pretty easy so I would worry that the more pressure we put on them to fill those end game coffers with activities the more dilution that would happen you would just start to see the content get more more diluted and more short and more not that impressive Spire of Stars was built by Vicarious Visions uh challenge of uh i'm sorry crown of sorrows is built by vicarious visions um if they don't have the bandwidth for content they're more likely to fall back on power leveling as a value point maybe maybe i think they're starting to see how much value that they get out of out of difficulty spectrum i think difficulty spectrum delta and contest modifier and the modifiers of the champions and stuff they're so close Oh, they're right. They're right there. They're right there. Nightmare Hunts at 980 are so close to being really, really good endgame content. Like, if they fix a couple of things, that's a great framework for, for future content grind. You just basically build something and then you stack on the blocks. You're like, okay, this is this is this is the this is the new uh, content, okay? And then when you go up to this difficulty, this difficulty, this difficulty, we have scaffolding already built. So we know what level of delta to add. Uh, we know what what champions to add. Oh, and here's how the boss fights work. And these boss fights scale in a delta environment really, really well. Presently, we can't say anything about like that about nightmare hunts. Delta scaling in the boss fights is freaking horrendous because of immunity. Um... They empower you to do tons of damage and then punish you for doing tons of damage. And then some of the areas with the champions get a little stupid because of RNG on the on the spawns and they don't quite delta scale properly. So they're really close though. They're really close. If they could nail that format, then you just take that format and you yank it up out of nightmare hunts and you say, any new activity we come up with, you just plug these data points in. Adept, Hero, Legend, Master. And here's how we apply pain as you go up this spectrum without busting it and making it really unenjoyable. And you plug that into other places, other activities. Daily story missions, strikes, whatever new activity they're doing that's replacing Vex Offensive. Goodness gracious, you can plug this format into Vex Offensive. And give it, again, it's always got to be tied to a loot grind. It's always got to be tied to a loot grind. So, I think they're more likely to start leaning into things like that than saying, oh, we're going to make sure and do a dungeon and a raid every every single season. I just think that's very unlikely um, because of the complexity and size of dungeons, the accessibility of dungeons to the overall community. Um, you know, I, 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 think, I think it's unlikely. If you're hoping that a $10 season is going to always come with either a dungeon or a raid. I just, I think you're, you're kind of, you're really, really hoping for the moon and I don't think you're going to get it. 
No pun intended. We just got the moon in shadow key. CEK Kingdom says, I wonder myself as a hardcore player. Uh, I can. Cons- I'm sorry. I consider myself a hardcore player. I just don't care for getting 960. I really wish there was an actual something to go after hitting other than seeing my number be 960. What do you think they could do to better incentivize a hardcore player to go after it? You're. I just again, this this giving me a reason to go to 960 mentality. I don't think you're seeing where the game has come. I just, to me, I want to be 960 plus my artifact so that the minute I jump up to 980 content, I'm closer to the delta and it's more manageable. I just, people that say this, I don't think you're engaging with 980 content that much if you don't think 960 has a value. That, that to me seems like you're not really hanging out in the 980s. The minute you start running 980 content, you're like, my gosh, I would love to be a delta. <laughs> I would love to be a Delta. This content's a slog, you know, if you're not a, if you're not a Delta. Um, so if, if you're, if you're looking at the game right now and you're like, I don't care about 960, what's a reason for me to buy B960? Anything, anything can basically makes any, any of the content that's 980, I'm sorry, makes 960 worth it. 960 doesn't have a value because of the artifact. Like, I literally just demolished that as an assertion. That's false. 950 plus 10 to 15 makes you 965. You're 960 plus 10 to 15. You're 970, 975. You're within Delta of Endgame content. It's much easier. Right? I, I just... It could be 95 plus 20, and it's a non-issue. Yeah, but by the time you mindlessly grind this up to 20, why not also grind pinnacle activities? Rhino, like, what what kind of hardcore player does that? So you're going to grind like a crazy person. With, to get this to 20, you got to really push. You got to really push and play a lot. But you're not going to go into pinnacle activities and also get a bump? Don't you see? Like, you get extra on top of people that are just dumping bounties at this thing. You can you can you can pad your numbers by going into pinnacles. Up until the latest release, add plus twos, nine sixty wasn't worth it. Again, again, you guys aren't seeing what I consider to be the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is that you zoom out and getting to nine sixty slowly every season gets you closer to end game content. Didn't you just say nine sixty doesn't have a value and then use an example of being above nine fifty? Think you just invalidated your own argument? Oh, you're not talking to me, right? 960 is absolutely worth it. Even when it was slow, it was worth it because that means as soon as Season of Dawn starts, you got a head start. You're already there. You're like you're you're within Endgame Delta sooner than everybody else. But in addition to the fact that you can continue running Pinnacles and continue to get your plus your plus at that t- at that time it was plus ones. At that time it was plus ones. I think the biggest danger in these in these situations is that if you use really extreme examples, I think anybody that has their artifact over over a plus twenty one is an extreme example. I don't think almost I, don't, I think very few people in the community are even close to that. I, you know, I think more people are probably landing where I am, anywhere from a plus twelve to like a plus eighteen. They're somewhere in that happy medium if they're playing a lot. I think anybody beyond twenty 
is just like you really blitzed the artifact and good for you but that's gonna get reset in season of dawn 960 is a transcendent benefit even if it was just getting to 953 if you would have ended the season as a 953 right that's a transcendent benefit it, it goes with you into the next season you don't have to worry about the artifact resetting it's a it's a plus you know I use the 955 example because you can be above 950 and below 960 so being 955 and using the artifact makes 960 grind not really valuable no it's always valuable Rhino because if, if 955 is valuable if you're going to affirm that 955 is valuable because of the artifact how much more would 960 then be valuable in addition to the artifact don't you see the minute you affirm anything over 50 as a benefit it's 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 weird to conclude that 960 is not a big benefit now your main point is you don't have to stress about 960 because it's really easy to level the artifact i think it's the point you're trying to make you don't have to stress out and get angry and frustrated because if you're 955 956 and your artifact is like a 15 or a 14 you're fine like you don't need to stress out right i think that's the point you're trying to make because the artifact makes up the difference but again every time that season starts over the closer you are to 60 i think the happier you're probably going to be because then it's like oh i only need to get my artifact to like a 10 or a 12 and i'm good to go to jump back into my end game loops again i think the big impetus on bungie right now is to create more 980 content the more 980 content they create the more people are going to sense 960 is a huge value point it's not something that's stupid especially once their artifact resets they're going to be like frick <laughs> wow i felt so good now i don't i don't feel so, i don't feel so good mr stark like i'm a lot weaker you're going to be glad that you're close to that that 960 so the real big question for bungie right now is did you envision people hitting 960 this season and when okay because if they envision people hitting 960, my question to them is when? Is it meant to be like a mid-season benefit that then you carry with you through the rest of the season for that grind? Or is it meant to be something you get like near the end of the season to cushion the blow of losing the artifact in the next season? Like, and what's your goal for pinnacle power every season? What's your goal for gear grind every season? There's a bunch of question marks that we just, we do not, we, we do not have answers to. Um, I understood that reference that's great to use the Marvel reference in reference to a reference you understood that's a referenceception King Steeler is there a way to grind rare bounties after completing the daily bounty been doing the dailies and weeklies but no rare bounty I chat's gonna have to weigh in on this one I thought the rare bounties could drop from any time you completed a bounty for her um I thought that was like any time you do one I thought it could drop um they can RNG it's but says somebody in chat so there's your answer yeah you can keep on doing it but uh, there you go can you carry more than one rare bounty no you cannot no you cannot if you do 10 bounties at once it's almost guaranteed says abstract reality I feel like you saying that is gonna get gut checked pretty hard by chat I don't think it's a guarantee if you do 10 bounties at once has that been tested and vetted by Reddit, or are you just saying that? That doesn't seem accurate. Um, it's been a pretty, been a pretty high level of frustration in the community for a while. There's nothing about RNG that's difficult. 
I'm wondering if 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 they're saying that because if you do a bunch of them close together, maybe it increases the likelihood or something. I don't know. Um, that seems anecdotal. North J, <clears throat> excuse me. How many pinnacle rewards can you get from Garden of Salvation? As I thought, it was just one. I've been told by others it's one per encounter. Yeah, it's one per encounter. That's not a bug, homie. No, that's not a bug. It's a pinnacle aspirational content. You get one from every encounter. How many are they freaking giving you for Iron Banner when you think that's a bug? What? <laughs> How many pinnacle drops can you get from Iron Banner? Of course it's one per encounter. It's a raid. Um, if it was just one, people would do the first encounter and they'd freaking leave. <laughs> they'd be like, well, forget it. <laughs> like, what? what's the point? Well, they do the rest once they need backfill. It's four, but it's now five because there's a challenge every week. It's four because there's four encounters, but it's five now because there's an extra one wherever the challenge lands. Levitate green. Do you think they'll add new pinnacle drop places while keeping the current one so each season the amount of pinnacle drop activities has increased over the year? I honestly don't know. With them doing the plus two system, um, that doesn't seem needed. That doesn't seem needed. That was my speculation. I thought they were going to keep it at the plus one, make it a really, really slow grind, and then you would like cross from one season to a next, and more and more people would start hitting 960 because they give like more opportunities. Um, that was my prediction. Doesn't seem to be the case. Um, it also seems like. It also seems like they don't they don't really know what they want to do with the pinnacle grind just yet. And the reasoning I'm using here is they just made a pretty big change kind of like out of nowhere. It was like, okay, this is meant to be a slow grind. It's meant to be something that reflects you engaging with end game content. And then rather quickly, they're like, Oh, they're all plus twos now. Right. It was almost like, I would have imagined they would have run simulations before this content dropped. I would have imagined they would run some simulations. And apparently, they either didn't, or they kind of wanted to see how the community was going to respond to it, and then, okay, let's see, alright, now pull the trigger on the plus two update or something. I don't, I don't know. I, and then they did the plus two update on like a Thursday, which was like, wait, what? If you had this update ready and ready to go into the hopper and like ready to shoot out, why, why did you do it on a Thursday? It just, it really felt Bungie. One of my, one of my biggest points of praise for Bungie beyond at Shadowkeep and beyond is they've been very proactive. They've been doing things that seem like they're, they were anticipating certain things and they were being proactive. This was a bit of a reaction reactive Bungie is uh, is probably the worst version of Bungie if we're honest and we're just being fair and in love, you know, we're saying to this company that makes the game that we love I think that's the worst version of Bungie I think that's when they make the biggest mistakes, is when they're reactive um, examples would be uh, double primary, static rolls um, <clears throat> all the power they gave us in Warmind with Ikelos Shotgun and Luna Factions and you know, uh tractor cannon they made all these reactionary changes that came home to roost in shadow keep and even before shadow keep uh reactionary bungee would be reckoning the, the build style and reckoning the power that we had they had to react so historically 
reactive Bungie is the worst version of Bungie because it's like, oh, frick, uh, we better do something. And then now we're in a situation where everyone's like, it was a slow grind. And now it's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be 960 in two weeks, you know? Um, so, and it, you know, cause it, somebody in chat just put it. The pinnacle grind, the pinnacle plus one grind was made for the hardcore gamers. But once again, the casual players cried out, so Bungie increased it for them. Yes, because I want to summarize your argument for you. And I want to show you how what you're saying is just incredibly ignorant. Okay, so you're claiming that the casual players were going into pinnacle activities every week and getting frustrated by bad RNG and asking for smart RNG or some type of drop protection. So your version of a casual player is someone who's 950 and doing all pinnacles every week and complaining about bad RNG. That's a casual that's a casual to you. What <laughs> What? You you think the casuals are hitting 950 and doing three dungeons, three raids, all of Iron Banner? You think they're doing that every week? Come on, man. The presumption of your claim is absurd. There are not there are not casual players in the endgame hoppers, right? And the reason I'm engaging with this trash can is because, listen, like, this is literally what's the, been one of the main fuels of complaint on Reddit. And it's like, these aren't casual players that are griping about this. These are hardcore dedicated players that would like to hit 960 at a reasonable point, and they're getting five energy drops from the raid. Maybe not five. They're coming away from a raid and getting two to three energy weapon drops, and they're like, great. I need eight perfect pinnacle drops, and I just got four energy weapons in a row. That's awesome. That's really helped me out. Those are not casual players. First of all, casual players are not 950 and in the raid faithful every week. That's not the casual player base. That's an insane minority. If you look at raid completion rates historically in Destiny, okay, that ain't the casual player base. The casual player base ain't hitting max and then going into hardcore aspirational content like raids and dungeons, 980 nightfalls, 980 nightmare hunts, like 100k nightfalls, okay? that's not the casual player base okay so the people that say that are just creating this this party line it's almost like politics you know what I'm saying it's like you're just wanting to defend your side of the fence you don't give a rip about the game you just think talking points on a reddit post or in a twitch chat make you sound like cool because you're defending your party line of I'm a hardcore player no you're an idiot and a trash parrot you're not a hardcore player think for yourself okay stop being dumb because you're probably not dumb you're on the internet and you're using reddit and you're on twitch you're probably a somewhat smart person so stop letting other people dictate what you think for you and actually zoom out and see you know what it's probably the hardcore player base that doesn't like this because the hardcore player base would be the ones that are actually maximizing every pinnacle drop all week and saying I can't get all eight drops in the right places because I'm 951 and I'm stuck at 951 and I've been stuck at 951 for three or four weeks that's not a casual player so quit being a trash parrot quit just parroting the garbage you hear on the internet you're not helping the game proceed you're letting other people fill your brain with other with their with their ignoramus thoughts okay 
This is not a question of casual versus hardcore. This is Bungie figuring out the end game grind for people. It would be like suddenly saying the phantasmal fragment drop rate in Nightmare Hunts at 980 is being increased because the turnover rate's too low and the people complaining about the phantasmal fragment drop rate in 980 Nightmare Hunts would not be casual players, right? So quit parroting trash on the internet. Those of you that aren't Reddit or YouTube or Twitter, you're not helping the game proceed. You're just trying to take chunks out of people that probably aren't even the cause of your woes. It's probably your fellow weekly raiders and hardcore grinders that are irritated by the bad RNG. You know what I mean? Like eight perfect drops? That's crazy to get one level bump? Come on. I'm a hardcore player. My artifact is plus 24. Uh, and at 9.50, I'd still miss the Delta for 9.80 content, which is 9.76. So getting 9.60 with gear saves you 10 huge XP grind uh, levels, which is very big. Anyone who can't see this uh, can't be helped. Right, you gotta zoom way out, man. You gotta zoom way, 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 way out. You gotta zoom out. The 9.60 benefit is is not meant to be like a, oh, I'm done with the game now. It's meant to It's meant to fuel your efficiency, right? It's meant to fuel your efficiency grind. And I know people on YouTube are going to be like, I like this guy's content, but I don't like when he gets in arguments with people and calls them stupid. Grow the frick up, okay? In a live fire environment, people like it when you roast a troll. People like it when you rip somebody up who's making a bad argument. So if you don't like that, then you don't like me because that's what I enjoy doing some of the times. Blader Magician. Assuming the grind to 960 was built to last an entire full season before Shadowkeep was delayed. It makes sense that they bring back down the plus two to plus one next season and push out to 970. I don't even know, man. I I don't even know. Here's the thing. If if it's meant to be plus one, there's got to be smart RNG. Dude, plus one, you can literally get landlocked the whole season. The, the whole season, somebody in chat said Riot from Tier 1 was, was landlocked at 951 for like three weeks. Okay, well, that's a fourth of his season. Gone. And he's stuck at, 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 at one level. He bumped once. He bumped once! And he gets landlocked. I just, the mathematical odds and probability of getting those eight drops to bump one level is absurd without some type of smart RNG. And again, I, I talked about this, right? I talked about this in my uh, my video today. There's a spectrum. If there's too much RNG, it's too painful and it'll never happen. If there's almost no RNG and it's just like a punch-out system, like a smart RNG punch-out system, why not just go to a more classic transaction-of-time leveling system, which is XP? If you literally whittle down the RNG so much that there's basically no RNG and you're just getting eight drops in a row and they all hit the right spots, why not just go to XP leveling? That's that's all you're doing at that point. It's just a transaction of time. It's like, do your things, check your boxes, you gotta level, right? If there's too much RNG, you end up like Riot and you get bad RNG for three weeks and you want to pull your hair out. Uh, Mark the Bully with five months, almost half a year, thank you. Um, that's because the rate, uh, hang on. Smart RNG just produces an exchange of time. I've been locked at 9.50 until Thursday. That's precisely the point. 
It's precisely the point. As soon as you take the knob of RNG and you turn it down too much, it's just transaction of time. And the more we get closer to that, the more I'm thinking, what the frick is the point of having a loot-based leveling system then anymore anyway? So why not just go to transaction of time? You're 950, okay? And the only way to get beyond 950 is pinnacle activities that give you XP. And if you run enough pinnacle activities in a week, you'll get one level. And then you do it again next week. It's a transaction of time. That's a classic XP-based leveling system. Right? Like, again, we're so used to thinking like, no, 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 man, gear. We level with the gear, Lono. What are you talking about? We level with the gear. The number one flat tire, never really solved, always changing, kind of weird, never consistent aspect of Destiny has been the leveling. First, it was Forever 29 in Vogue. Then we went to Infusion, but Infusion wasn't one-to-one. Then we went to one-to-one Infusion, and it was really, really easy to hit max level because of, ch- of Challenge of Elders. Then we get into Destiny 2, and leveling is convoluted but getting gear is really really easy so leveling is like milestone base and if you use your you uh, got you know your exotic quest too early then that hurts your leveling efficiency because you're like oh frick I would have saved those if I knew I didn't know now I'm on a milestone system then in comes forsaken forsaken's like oh by the way leveling is going to be really really fast and then it's going to come to a screeching halt you're going to get screwed on milestones week after week and be really annoyed you're going to get landlocked because you're going to need boots but you're going to get your seventh kinetic gun in a row and everybody complains about it people complain about the leveling so much that they go to surge bounties in the second part of that season and then the third season they go to uh, surge quests. Why? Because leveling has just been all over the place. That's like the fastest history fly through I can give you of the leveling in Destiny. It's never been that great and it's never really been that consistent. It's kind of always changed. And so that's why I think Luke Smith gets in the driver's seat of the franchise, writes his director's cut, and he's like, we're probably going to have to overhaul the entire leveling system. It's like, I, listen, if it's an MMO, if it's an action MMO, then just go to XP. Like, just go to XP and cap it. Like, you can only get to 950 by running, you know, these activities. If you want to get beyond 950, the only thing that'll trigger XP after that for, for your your level is pinnacle activities. If you want to retain the RNG leveling, then Bungie's got to find that happy medium, which it, it, it doesn't necessarily feel like they're finding it. Oh, we'll go to plus twos, and then you plus two, and then you backfill with your milestones. So now the 960 grind for the right players and the right patience and the right drops, they're going to hit 960 really, really fast. So the solution is RNG and one drop per week. We can choose where it is. Not sure how they'd implement this. I'm telling you, any solution that we cook up that is trying to dance around the RNG pain point of drops, I believe is always going to be fraught with futility and frustration because you're still going to have those instances of a couple of bad drops in a row short circuits your whole week. And the people that are really mad about this, it's like, if you manage to squeak into the 953 or like the 954 and I don't even know how you could have done that. Let's 953 before they made this change and your buddies all got stuck at like 950 and a half or 951, right? And you thought, "Oh man, what a badge of honor. I'm higher level than them." You 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 did nothing to earn that. 
You guys all walked up to the same slot machine and pulled the lever down, and yours got, you know, three coins, and they didn't. And you're like, yeah, look at me. Look, I'm, look, at, look at you chumps. <laughs> no, you just had better RNG. There's no reason. There's no reason to think that you're special. People acted the same way with the Gallahorn when it became more accessible. This is garbage. Yeah, because you got it your second try, and other people played week in, week out for six months and never got it to drop. I'm so happy that your your RNG's better than mine. Like, I don't think that that's... Again, whatever dial we try to turn on this, you're always coming back to the same problem. Loot-based leveling in an RNG system. Oh, I wish I would have made this point in my talk. I thought about this when I was coming downstairs after my last break. Okay. If you think about RNG and where RNG functions the best as far as player incentivization and motivation to keep playing, RNG functions at its absolute best on the roll of an item, whether it's the perks or the stats, because you're like, frick, so close, let's try again, right? So close, like when I was doing my grenade launcher, you know, when you're going for stat, stat rolls are all over the place, it probably needs address. So let's just talk about guns for now. When RNG just functions really, really well in that lane. You know where RNG has continued to struggle to function in the right way? In the leveling lane. It's just like it comes over here and it keeps it keeps falling on its face. It frustrates players. Whether you're a hardcore or casual, the RNG leveling, I mean, they basically got rid of RNG leveling to 950. Like, it's so easy to get to 950 because it, it became such a complaint in the player base to get up into the leveling structure of the content. That's why they did surge bounties and surge quests. Because people just got left behind. It's like, people always said, Lona, when was the leveling the best? And I was like, when I didn't have to freaking think about it. Why do I have to think? Why do I have to think about leveling? Why? It doesn't make any sense. When I play Borderlands or Diablo or any RPG I've ever played, I'm never sitting here getting out an abacus and being like, okay, if I slide this over and I do this activity and the right thing drops, I'll, I'll be able to squeak one level out this week. I've never played a game like that, ever. I put in time and I get level from it and then I chase really awesome gear. Whether it was Borderlands or Diablo, that was always the approach. And so this idea that we have to have like this loot based RNG leveling I just I think the biggest struggle is we're all used to it and if Bungie rips that band-aid off people are gonna be like what I I love that and I'm not people make people act like when I do voices I'm trying to mock people that don't think the way that I think and that's not what I'm doing I want it to be clear that I'm voicing a different thought so a voice gives that break in the narrative because I talk really fast so it slows me down people presume the worst of you on the internet which says more about you and your character than me but that's beside the point uh, it, it, this idea of like we we level with gear and we level with RNG I just think we, we need to rip that band-aid off and just 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 go with XP this is how bad power leveling as a value point has been ingrained into the player pace since TTK they've been trying to push away for it for a year and show that gear grinding not power grinding is the way forward and there's still so much pushback yep exactly like you literally typed what I've been saying like and, and stream delay right stream delay he was probably typing that up while I was saying all that and it, it didn't hit the live feed until he hit enter so like it's that, that that's the problem that's the problem and listen I'm telling you the artifact is them boiling the frog slowly in the water 
they're going to try it and they're going to see how it's received. They're going to be like, okay. <laughs> and they haven't addressed this yet. They haven't addressed this, but I think they're going to address this and be like, okay, next season, we're trying something new with the leveling. We don't want people to feel left behind. If you're close to 960 or have hit 960, we want you to retain that benefit next season for the 980 content, for the harder, more aspirational content. You're still sort of in that realm, and the artifact's your main source of leveling. So, if you're a casual, it'll get you kind of right back to where you were pretty quickly while also grinding for gear. If you're the hardcore that's at 960 or close to 960, you still retain that benefit. We're not yanking that away. Oh man, I was 955, frick. I just finally started to get that in my artifact to where 980s felt good, and now I gotta start all over. Oh, and all the difficulty spectrums just moved up, because the gear the gear cap just moved up. I, I just, I cannot see them doing that. Now, the best pushback I've gotten on this is that people said there was a, um, looks like badges are messing up on Twitch again. There was a, uh, a picture from one of the vid docs of a guardian in like the thousands and I was like that's a good point that wasn't one of the vid docs so I could be wrong but I'm telling you right now we're never going to be free of these frustrations and these problems until we get away from leveling with loot and RNG I feel like it should be an entire video just talking about like why we need to go to a traditional XP leveling system Blader with another one. Assuming the grind to 960 was built to last an entire season. Oh, wait, that you submitted that one twice by accident. Uh, Arctic Spartan. Do you think a plus 10 or a plus 5 pinnacle power would be good? So 950 is still the power cap, but the pinnacle power level gets boosted to 965. Yeah, we already had the suggestion. I think I actually think this isn't bad. I actually think this isn't bad. The, the more I think about it. The more I think about it, the more I think that could be a good suggestion. It's Rondo. Should ritual weapons and previous pinnacle weapons be a different tier and color? Have the restriction to one? No, I don't think we need to do this. I don't think we need to do this. They have made it clear that, that again, pinnacle weapons was reactionary bungee. They reacted to the lack of things to chase that were really strong. Uh, they wanted to give like that seasonal aspirational chase and then the weapons grew in power and then you ended up with mountaintop recluse so I don't think we need to continue doing ritual or pinnacles whatever the frick you want to call them and give them their own tier Um, I think the idea needs to either go away or function how it functions now like they're just kind of like there as like kind of a, a novelty item that you can chase if you want but that's about it Zoom says, why does Bungie give no Fs about PvP? That's a great intelligent question that I'm skipping. Republic City, do you think plus one drops would be complained about if Bungie made the raid more even with the amount of weapons? No matter what you do, I'm going to give you a similar answer and then I'm going to move on. No matter what you do, when it's loot-based leveling with RNG, it's a problem. It's just going to be a problem. Because think of how big the loot pool is for milestones and that was a complaint in Forsaken, Forge, Drifter, and Menagerie. It was a complaint. It was a complaint every time. It was like, I'm, get, I'm getting bad drops. So if they made the loot pool better and more even in the raid, you're still going to have people that get the wrong drops week in, week out, and get stuck and get really angry. Listen, if two players play, uh, let's say, four hours a day, Monday through Friday, 
that's a pretty hardcore player. Four hours a day, Monday through Friday. That's a good chunk of time. They're running raids. They're running. They're running their pinnacles. Okay, they're doing their things. All right. If uh, if they do those things, all right, and they put in twenty hours a week, so you got Bob and you got Steve, and they each put in twenty hours a week. At the end of that week, the difference in their level should not be determined by RNG. Like, that's the best argument I think I can make, is experientially for the player, Bob and Steve are buddies, and they play 20 hours a week together each week, and Steve, each week's just getting great RNGs, hitting the 951, then the 952, and his buddy Bob is just getting stuck, alright? They're both putting in the same amount of time. Now, when it comes to like, oh, I got a god roll, oh my gosh, I'm really lucky, this is so great, that's a different discussion entirely because those are aspirational pursuits, not leveling. So at the end of the week, if they've each put in 20 hours, I kind of feel like they should be the basically the same in level. They should be equal. Everybody hates Steve, right? Yes, everybody hates Steve. Frick you, Steve. You probably got Gallahorn after one week. Like, you see what I'm saying? Are they in love with each other? Do they live together? Well, they're probably going to break up because they're sick of they're sick of having such bad experiences in Destiny together. So you're breaking up you're breaking up marriages here, you know, Bungie. Bob and Steve need to stay together. Like, you see what I'm saying though? Like they're both putting in 20 hours a week. At the end of that week, the difference between their their level shouldn't be uh, like determined by a dice roll. I just think that that's dumb. That is just dumb. We saw that with WTF Game Nation for one of the raid preps. Side by side, father and son, all day, every day, getting ready for the raid, and there was a huge disparity between their levels. That's dumb! That doesn't even make any sense! It happened to us and our raid team the one time. There's a giant disparity between me and another guy doing the same things. Enlo Eagle. You think they can make the leveling switch in D2, or would they need to wait until the next game? I think they can make the switch. I think they can do it. I think they're slowly doing it now. Don's 6. Do you think RNG could find a good place with purely aesthetic item rewards, like armor ornaments? Uh, that way, there's still the RNG aspect, but still doesn't actually impact gameplay like guns or actual armor pieces. Well, number one, I would never want to get rid of RNG on Loot Pursuit for the best role. Like... The, the difference between Destiny 2 Vanilla and now with RNG and random rolls, I just, I think we forget how bad it was getting, getting a static roll item. So you never ever want to get away from an RNG system for stat rolls on the armor or the perk rolls on the gun. I think that value can, it, it's hard to overstate that value. It's a huge, huge win for the content and it gives Bungie a lot of capital out of out of a, out of a small loot pool. They can get a lot of capital out of four weapons at Ikora or you know whatever it is like six weapons uh, at the at the Lectern. No, it's not six weapons, it's five armor pieces, it's nine weapons at the Lectern. They can get a lot of capital out of a smattering of weapons because you're going to chase god rolls. So, you, but if you're if you're going to try and say oh it needs to be, it needs to just be, you know, aesthetic stuff I don't think you're making a big pivot here. I mean, it, it, it obviously... Personally, I feel like aesthetic stuff should be driven by, by by grind. If I grind like crazy in the raid, I should unlock cool ornaments from a raid NPC. If I grind crucible like crazy, I should unlock seasonal rewards from shacks. Kinigmatic Echo. How do you imagine the XP system working? 
Would each level bump all your gear up by one? Well, right now, I think they're really close to what would work. Once a year, you kind of say, hey, big bump, chase a bunch of gear, level up, get ready for XYZ, the whole ethos in the game's going to change. And then you got your artifact. And then in the seasons that follow, the artifact is how you level. I, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like when Neo sees the Matrix, it's like I stood up one day and I looked at the game and I was like, they're getting rid of gear leveling every season. Like, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and, and they're going to keep doing it. But I think it's, it's been so complained about. I think they're really close to a system that would probably be a good mixture of both. Bungie's always trying to kind of satisfy two groups of people. So there's going to be the people that are like, well, I want to level every single season. I want to level with my gear. Well, we're going to do that once a year, and then we're going to give you a, a pinnacle grind beyond that. But then the primary means of you leveling every season is the artifact, and we've streamlined that. You just grab bounties and play the content that you enjoy, so you don't feel like you got to go do a bunch of, like, milestone hopping like we used to. T-Funk. You think XP-based leveling could hurt the casual base? A hardcore player would get a higher level and better weapons. Gear score... Uh, is an easy way for casuals to keep progressing. I, I I don't see how you're saying this. I don't understand. The, the logic here is just, like, your math is blowing my mind. I, <laughs> the casuals were the ones that hated the gear leveling every season. In 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 Black Armory, and then in Drifter, and then in, and then in Opulence, the, the gear score leveling was what, what infuriated them. XP leveling, especially in the artifact, is literally designed for casuals in mind. If you put in 10 hours a week and you're grabbing bounties and doing them, you're going to level up just by playing. That's actually better for casuals than milestone chasing, than gear chasing. So I actually think an XP-based leveling system would be better for for the casual player base. And when you when you think about the leveling that they did even in even in Shadow Keep Getting the 950 is freaking easy. You basically just play and it just kind of happens. Um, casuals want to play patrol. Patrol bounties are the best for leveling the artifact. That seems like a win-win. Right. I'm almost plus 20 on XP. I know some casuals that are only pushing plus 10. Right. But getting the 950 was really easy, T-Funk. So a lot of these casuals have got to be in the close proximity of 950. It was a lot of us did it by I did it by accident. I had 950 without even trying. I was just playing and getting the drops in the right places. So if they get to 940ish, if they get to the 940s or close to 950 and they got a plus 10, I don't see how they would have a problem with that. Why would they have a problem with that? They're like again I think Bungie was really thoughtful about this. If you open the director and you look at the difficulty spectrum, anybody who is close to 950, right? That that's 3, that's 3 out of 4. 980 is there for the aspirational hardcore players. So, more of the game is open to casual players right now than ever before. You can get to 950 with your freaking eyes closed and then you're getting a plus 10 on the artifact. Gee, many Christmas. You're above you're above the the delta of of the third highest difficulty in the game. If you get to 950 and you're a plus 10. So I don't know. I, I actually think more of what we're talking about and leaning towards is better for casuals than it is that would hurt them. Um 
Ryan, if bounties are so important to leveling now, why do you think there there should be a more convenient way to get them? XP is minimal without bounties. Well, they they want you to do bounties. I don't understand. What do you want XP to come from? You just running in a circle and killing stuff? The problem is, is if they assign XP value to an activity, people will find the quickest activity and then, then that's all they'll do over and over and over and over and over again. At least bounties require you to have your brain turned on. Like, you gotta switch weapons, you gotta do a certain thing, you gotta use a certain subclass. Like, at least your brain's turned on. If it was literally just like, the if the best XP farm was either pubs or lost sectors or something I did that would be ridiculous oh a more convenient way to pick them up I'm not dude I'm not going down that 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 line of criticism I, I think Bungie's doing a great job with a lot of the UI changes and, and I'm not going to have them completely gut you needing to go see an NPC that's part of the game like that's part of the that's part of destiny. You got to go see Eris. You got to go to the tower every once in a while. I get that the that, that, that the that the console guys groan every time they have to go to the tower, probably. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna plant a flag on that hill and be like, we need a UI update so people can grab bounties. I it they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. There's bounties at every planetary NPC. There's bounties at Eris. There's bounties at Ikora. There's bounties at Drifter. There's bounties at Shax. There's bounties at Shavala. Then there's bounties everywhere. So I I don't think that's a huge need right now. So that's a ton of questions. Uh, I appreciate everybody submitting questions. We can obviously keep discussing this. You know, chats going back and forth, agreeing and disagreeing on different things. This is what we love to do here. If you're new, if you're new here and you enjoy the interactive podcast style, it's basically a stream you can listen to. It's also family friendly. Go ahead and click that follow button if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube. You can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. If you're here live, I'm going to keep streaming. If you're listening elsewhere, I appreciate that. Uh, Please like, share, and subscribe.